0: There's an interesting theory out there that, you know, I, I don't want to beat this like a dead horse, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> that Gareth Southgate actually has wanted to start Jaden Sancho this whole time. He he's in his eleven picks himself. But this Jason character turned up to camp, and Jaden's nowhere to be found. And he just he he has no idea what to do about it. And that is why Jaden Sancho is not featured
1: in oh, the heroes. So far. he has no idea what to do about anything. And so, <laughs> uh, understandable, I guess. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of We Call It Soccer. I'm Michael. He's Walker. Let's jump into it. We're going to start off again with another episode, or another segment, rather, of Transfer Tea. Transfer Tea, as always, is brought to you by McDonald's Dollar Sweet Teas. Anywhere, anytime, any way you want. Large, medium, Small. Extra large, super size, doesn't matter. One dollar. Get it at your nearest McDonald's this summer because it's going to be a hot one. Always quenches my thirst. Anyway, Bournemouth needed to quench their thirst for a manager, and they did that today. They went out and got themselves Fulham Scott Parker, according to reports. He is going to be leaving Fulham to join Bournemouth. Personally, I was a big fan of Scott thought he'd get another chance at Fulham, you know, to show what they were capable of. And I think bounce right back up because Fulham is a bouncing ball club. So um, I love it by Bournemouth. You know, I think it shows ambition and I think he'll settle in nicely if, you know, uh, they can implement a style and get him some good pieces. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm also a big fan of Scotty Parker. He's very well dressed, very well, good looking. And um, he, he plays nice football despite not, you know, maybe having the nice, nicest pieces to throw together um you know fulham's transfer market as we previewed all the way back earlier last summer was kind of a makeshift loan deal type of put it together at the last minute type of deal and he did he did good for the pieces he had i'm excited to see him go to bournemouth good young players an american ccv they're trying to get that done on a permanent Maybe brings Anthony Robinson, gets the whole left side of that defense American. Now we're talking business, Scott Parker. Get it done. Get it done. Let's see Anthony to Bournemouth, Scott Parker to Bournemouth. Love it. They're going up. They're going up. Think that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can't spell promotion without America. Don't even need to fact check that. So um, another managerial. (sighs) Let's call it a conundrum, to be polite. The Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, my God. If my count is correct, I think it is now 11. A full 11 of managers, you can start them on a field, have rejected this job. The latest being Nuno Espiritu Santo, again, and uh, Graham Potter from Brighton, which would have been a great step up for him, and he's said no, according to reports. So Tottenham are kind of shit out of luck. No one wants to go there. They're a terribly run club. They have no transfer policy. They have no money. Their best player wants to leave. Their second best player... (laughs) might want to leave after their best player wants to leave and bale basically called them a joke when he left he said he went there to be in shape for the euros so we talk about being down bad a lot on here arsenal perpetually down bad i think spurs have overtaken them in the down badness that's my opinion what what's your uh two cents on this dollar club
0: yeah the uh the ship is sinking the boat is burning everybody get out Tottenham Hotspur is a dead club it is dying you know there's nothing you can do about it Kane's on his way out and if he's not they're gonna force him to stay and that's gonna be a PR nightmare for him nobody wants to be a part of that and I do not blame them Dan Levy is a cheap fuck and um he's uh he he's drove the club into ruin after after mortgaging their soul for a billion dollar stadium do you feel good about yourself Dan do you? I bet he doesn't, and um, and none of this is surprising. I don't know who they're going to get at the end of the day, you know. I was I was shocked at that Klinsman rumor. I, you know, I, I could he like, he could be the man to save the club at the end of the day. He could be club the man legend
1: could do it. Fan yeah. favorite, it's all yeah. there.
0: But um, surprised Graham Potter turned it down. You know, Brian right. obviously. You know, they're they're good. They make good signings. You know, obviously. There's more to be desired. I feel like that more would be given to him at Spurs. Maybe he could take a few players with him, copy Ben White. We'll see. But, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a sad situation, but it's very Spursy.
1: It's extremely Spursy. And on the Potter thing, the one thing he was missing at Brighton was a striker. Chances are Kane's not going anywhere this summer. And uh, he would have had one of the best in the world there. And with his tactics, the creative players he would have brought in or that he has there, I feel like they could have been a better side than they were this year. But I guess he's figuring Brighton will back him up and get him a nine, maybe a Daryl, maybe a someone else, but preferably Daryl.
0: I mean, Neil's not good, but he's so young. He is young. So give him him a chance, man. I I know you don't like him, but give him a – he's got room to grow.
1: He's such an Arsenal player. Like, I know Arsenal fans hate – he is such an Arsenal player. I don't know. Like, that's. Him would be best probably. friends. Yeah, they would. They really would. But Tottenham, a mess. Another mess of a club. Barcelona. This time it's with the player. Usman Dembele is getting surgery, I believe, on his injury, which will keep him out for a couple of months. And they have just offered him a new four-year deal. Can't really explain. It. I guess trying to hold on to him. No one was going to like sign him. I guess if since United didn't last year, but they're offering him a four-year deal on a fifty percent salary reduction. If I'm Dembele, I feel kind of you know like mad about that, and I probably wouldn't sign it, but. This is the beginning of negotiations. So, uh, do you think that they come to an agreement, or do you think that Dembélé will let his contract run out?
0: Yeah, not on, not on that money. I, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna bet on himself. He's an athlete. He's a competitor. Barcelona have made signings, not necessarily the type that are made to play off the wing. So, um, you know, I I'd bet on myself if I was him too. So I, I like that. I, I hope he doesn't sign he shouldn't sign for less money still a talented player and he's staying healthy away from getting a big payday
1: yeah i agree with that wholeheartedly another player who's set for a big payday talk about it a bunch on here so this will be a quick one sancho they have already agreed the terms or have finally my air quotes you can't see them just know that they're there they have finally agreed to uh deal worth around 77 million euro or sterling i'm not sure all their dollar signs look the same but um cheaper than what it was supposed to be last year and i think you know good business for everyone dormant got their money united got their player took a year too long but uh kind of everyone expected it at this point so kind of takes the hype away but uh good signing good price i feel everyone should be happy
0: yeah everyone should be happy Except Jason Sancho, because everybody's been getting his name wrong this whole time. Gareth Southgate, thank you for correcting us. Um, you too, you know, it's crazy. Like, his name is Jason, <laughs> not Jaden. Jason's going to be a great player in red. You know, I'm excited to see him finally make the move. The announcements is going to be epic. Hopefully, he can get some minutes at Euros. Uh, at least 30. Who knows? I mean, he
1: only has one more game to do it before England uh, pack up and go home so
0: there's an interesting theory out there that you know i i don't want to beat this like a dead horse but i'm going to anyway <laughs> that Gareth southgate actually has wanted to start jaden sancho this whole time he, he's in his 11 picks himself but this jason character turned up to camp and jaden's nowhere to be found and he just he he has no idea what to do about it and that is why jaden sancho is not featured he
1: has no idea what to do about anything
0: and so (laughs) uh,
1: understandable i guess and then i would say we got a couple more but the last pretty big one we got junior Firpo heading to leeds for 15 million staunch piece of business by marcello and Leeds here i love it i know you love it so i'm gonna let you uh take the reins on this one
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. Bayer Levick use them play nice, nice footy. They're a good developer of young talent. And that is exactly what Junior Firpo is. He's going to fit right in the lead system. I mean, it's great depth because Stuart Dallas, although he can play on the fullback, he likes to play up more. Ailing emerged as a viable option for center back. So, you know, they just have even more versatility and options on that team. And that's going to help you get through a long, grueling Premier League season. And shout out you running the Twitter page, Fabrizio Fermano. You're slow, kid. You're slow. We beat you by, by almost an hour. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, follow us if you're not already, WCI's yeah. podcast on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. Yeah. But, you know, I love the signing and I, I love the announcement that you made.
1: Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, love, love it. Never turned down a bit of praise, but love the signing more than I love the announcement. Um, fits him perfectly. Everything he said was spot on. Hit the nail on the head. And I think because as we know, Marcelo only deals in one year deals. That's his style of contract negotiation. It's genius. He he can kind of force teams' hand if he has a good season to get him the players he wants to keep him. So I think it's genius. I think it's showing here he has a perfect fit player, and he you know it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I think he's going to slide in really easily. Some quick stuff to go through as we wrap it up. Aston Villa are trying to sign Emil Smith Rowe from Arsenal. They've had two bids rejected as of right now. 25 or in a 30 so we'll see what happens there i don't know if they go back in but if this doesn't get done then it'll kind of affect their other deals going on then we have claudio Ranieri talks with lil to replace Christophe gliete as the head coach nuno espri to santo after denying spurs is going to go take that giant leap and go to i can never pronounce this Fenerbach right the Turkish team yeah he's gonna go over there that's what it's looking like announcement should be soon and Rui Patricio has agreed to personal terms with Roma so Mourinho another staunch piece of business from him uh Wolves are open to letting him go but they are yet to agree on a fee with the Italian club and kind of wraps everything up I think in the transfer news this week for outside of America, but the biggest piece of American transfer news and the most exciting transfer to me of this whole entire thing. Conrad De La Fuente to Olympique Marseille, 5 million euro. He's in there signing contracts as we speak. He might be asleep, actually, time difference. I don't know, but I love it. More playtime. Can't wait to see announced. Can't wait to see his jersey number. Um, good move for him going to League One. What do you think about it?
0: I mean, I, I I love it. I love it. I hope he's gonna be able to get playing time over there. You know, it's it's an amazing move for him. You know, love to see the Americans going top five leagues, good competition. What I love even more though is Jose Mourinho taking a note out of his rival, Antonio Conte's book. You never would have thought this. The way these guys have beefed over the years, this is the most unlikeliest of turns and, and tip of the caps I've ever seen. Because Antonio Conte won the Serie A by signing old, washed-up Premier League has And Janka is that. Credit to what he did today, but in the Premier League, he is still a has-been and washed-up. Where Patricio is not that, he's still he's still very, very good. And he's going to take them, and he's going to go do things over at Roma. I'm back on the Mourinho bus. I'm ready for the Instagram post, the subtle flex, the Amazon documentary or what, whoever's going to make it. It's going to happen. I don't know if it's confirmed yet love that. And, um, did you, did you mention Gianluca Busio yet? I did not. I did not another, another piece of transfer news. Um, our boy Gianluca Bucio eligible for like 10 countries. Everybody's after this kid, every club and country is after this kid. He is the hottest young midfielder in the MLS picked up a two one win, got his man of the match on the day of his signing. And, um, he's going to Sassuolo in Syria the most attractive football-playing outfit in Syria. They're fun to play. They developed the young and exciting Manuel Locatelli and Berardi. That's right, a team that finished outside of European spots has two starters on the Italian national team who seem to be running through Euros, and that's the side that wanted to get this kid. It's going to be great for his development. Look to see him in the U.S. men's national team's senior setup very soon. Um, great player, great hair. Great move.
1: Yeah, hopefully it comes to fruition. There have been conflicting reports on him. Um, all of them are out of Italy, though, so you don't really know what's right, what's wrong. Um, so I think it'll still happen, um, just because of how sound those rep- reports first were and where they were coming from. But uh roster should be out soon. I would assume.
0: Yeah, hopefully it will be out soon. That will be nice to see him involved. And Caden Clark, you know, we already, you know, broke this news month and a half ago, old news, but None. it was made official. It was made official this week by by the clubs involved. The news actually broke, and um, the boy is headed to Leipzig after the MLS season, aka in January, like you said all that time ago, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. He's going to Jesse Marsh's Red Bull Leipzig. Brendan Aronson's going to be there soon enough. And so is Tyler Adams. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. And uh, I like I like what they're doing over there. I like what they're doing.
1: Yeah. And a little one last bit on the Americans. Josh Sargent, as we know, relegated with Werder, didn't have the uh, best or even a good showing in the Nations League. Not but um, <laughs> he is a target of Eintracht Frankfurt. Wow. Um, If they get rid of Andre Silva, (laughs) our team's interested in Andre Silva. Many are circling price tag is believed to be in a very, very, very reasonable 25 million. So I assume he will go. And then Josh looks to be their number one replacement. So maybe he can snap out of his funk if he goes there. I'm so twit. I'm torn on that one because I'd love to see him take that step up and go to a better team that plays good plays good ball and see what he can do with a lot of chances and like if he can develop. But then again, he hasn't really earned that move yet. If anything, he's hurt his chances of getting that move. So I'm a little I'm torn in between two things, but Americans glowing up in the world. I'm I'm all for. Are
0: are Frankfurt I'm sorry like to slander Josh Sargent like this, but are Frankfurt dumb? That makes no sense at all. They're gonna they're gonna sit first, they're they're gonna sell somebody who scored more goals in the Bundesliga than Erling Holland for twenty-five million euros. That makes no sense. He's worth more than that on his performance last year alone. And then you're gonna replace him with a guy who hit single figures playing in the defensive midfield, and then couldn't had a chance to, and could not show how good he may have or is not in the Nations League against lower competition. It makes no sense. It's a bad move. Josh yeah. will fail if he goes there now. He needs to spend a year in Bundesliga too, and you no, know, get on the ball more. Get right, Josh. Get right. Yeah. Develop.
1: Although Develop. if they were looking for an American, I think DK is available.
0: UK um, is definitely available. Get him out. Seba Chu.
1: Oh, I'm a big Seba Chu guy. Mm-hmm. Have him go out there. No, that's not do? his name. Oh, p Folk. Thank you. Uh, I'll call him Jordan. Jordan. Uh, yeah, Jordy, Jordy P. Jordy P. Yeah, sign Jordy P. Give him a go because we, we saw he was more clinical than Josh and his hold up play is crazy good. So, um, yeah. If one American doesn't work out for you, Frankfurt, don't be discouraged.
0: We have more. Hundred percent, wow. and think- another another piece on the Americans. Just want to bring it back to Caden Clark real quick. Let Red Bull, you know, as you know, they are you know they are new money, they are energy drink team. Many people in Germany do not like them because of their lack of history, astoundingly quick ascension up through the through the league tiers, and just now they're yeah. competing for Bundesliga. In order to endear a new and an available group of fans. Sign Americans, sign Americans, and be good, man. It's a, it's a great marketing strategy, and I I gotta tip my cap to the guys over, over at Red Bull for for doing this.
1: Yeah, yeah, it works because not only are they uh, money makers, they they can be decent ballers too. Yeah, they've done it well. More teams should follow that. Every team should have an American. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think, they pay for uh, themselves. They do pay for themselves in a day, in a day. this mm-hmm. Ronaldo made his money back. sick was one of the highest-selling jerseys in the Premier League, mm-hmm. and he was hurt for most of the year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that wraps up the transfer tea. Uh This week's installment at least. I'm sure some stuff will break midweek, and we'll be back here with it on Twitter, Instagram, and the pod in our next episode to break it all down. For you.
0: Yep. All right. We will be back with more transfer tea next week. Thank you for all that juicy, succulent, sweet transfer nuggets, Michael. Uh, more, more more, from Euros after these words from our sponsor.
1: This episode of the We Call It Soccer Show is brought to you by Vizzy Hard Seltzers, one of the greatest, bestest, amazingest tasting hard seltzers on the market. They stand out with not only their flavor and quality assurance, but they stand out with their ability to provide key nutrients and vitamins to you in your daily diet. They provide antioxidant, vitamin C from the acelera Superfruit and in almost all of their flavors. Go check them out if you're over the age of 21 america and if you can find them over in the uk go check them out if you're over 18 i cannot stress enough this is my favorite drink after a long day of work and watching a game on saturday with my friends and family busy hard seltzers great taste great quality great buy.
0: shout out the folks at Visi for sponsoring this week's episode what's up guys back at you with the euros we're gonna take you through the knockout stage tell you what went down we're gonna we're gonna slander killian mbappe because he may or may be a fraud it is yet to be seen we'll we'll dive deeper into that later but kicking off the show is everybody's darling princess cinderella story of the tournament denmark Taken down the Welsh monstrosity 4-0. Um Wales look clueless in this game. They were simply outclassed, outplayed on all facets of the game. Attack, defense, swag, togetherness, managerial know-how. They're their, their manager on Denmark, I forget his name. I think it's Casper. That's a good guess. He's uh he, he looks like he knows what he's doing. I don't know what it is. It's it's something about the short, like medium length, straight, grayish. He, it's he looks he looks elite at his job. I don't know what it is, but Casper Dolberg with two amazing goals, Brathwaite got on the scoreboard. Um, so did Joachim Mile from the wingbacks. You know, these guys are loving their wingbacks at Euro. Seeing the wingbacks all the time. The wingback is the new false nine. It is it is changing the game, and uh, Denmark is right there with it. And of course, my guy Pierre Emil Hoiberg, just bossing the mid in this game. But um, your, your guy, the Welsh Sonic, and, and his teammates, they were nowhere to be found in this game. Yeah,
1: that's, that's not a compliment for the people at home. So he's not my guy. I want to point that out. He's man of the match player. for Wales. They win? Do they win? They win? <laughs> if, no. Uh, I'm, all right. Small tangent time since you want to be like this. <laughs> um, Dan James, he has, may have won man of the match. If he is a United player, he'd throw it out. He would have left it in the locker room. What what the hell kind of trophy do you get after getting thrashed for now? You don't the only trophy you get is a defeat and a loss in dignity and pride after that drubbing. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, Kasper Schjom Hjel- I think. I'm sorry for butchering your name, coach of Denmark, forty-nine years old, um, coached a couple of club teams, most notably FC Mind, uh but he has his best ever points per game with the Danes. Uh, now 16 games played, two points per game on average. So great stuff from him. They're playing fun. And I think a big thing is they're playing inspired. Um, obviously, what happened to Christian was terrible. But we all know that. And thank God that he's getting healthier and healthier and he was able to leave the hospital. But this team is really... Playing for him, and you can see that they're determined, they're winning 50 50s, they're going out there trying to make him proud, and uh, they certainly are doing that. Dolberg with another spectacular goal in this one, he's been really good. Um, Braithwaite loved to clown him for Barcelona, especially when he asked Messi if he can have the number 10 shirt if he leaves. that That's just all time, <laughs> but he, he had a goal in this one, so that was good, and they just played pretty well. Like you said, Hueberg locked it down. Delaney's been kinda eh in this tournament, but he, he didn't do too bad this game, so that was good on him. But Wales. What a monstrosity. What a monstrosity of a team, as you called them. So Aaron Ramsey missing chances all tournament. Gareth Bell was doing all right. Didn't do much in this game. Harry Wilson got a bogus red. If Dan James is your best player and you got Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey on your team, something's wrong. So uh yeah. Fully deserved by the Danes. And uh,
0: that saves them at the date on July 3rd in the next round. Yeah. It's uh, obviously a fully deserved win. Real shame on Wales. You know, this is probably Gareth Bale's last chance to, you know, do something and be written about for, for Wales. So, you know, GGs. He's now handing the keys to your guy, Dan James. Is, is Wales going to qualify for the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah. They gonna qualify for the next Euros, yeah. though.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Because you never know, what, that's four years or three years away now. Could so, be a
0: young talent. Yeah, there Tyler could be Roberts a could breaks, turn it so. around.
1: Yeah, we got Dylan Levitt from United. He's Welsh and he's like 18 and he made the squad this summer. So stuff yeah. like that. You never know who could show yeah. up.
0: Your yeah, guy I Dan definitely. James could become the mercurial talent that he's going to be on
1: leads. He's going to be on leads by the end time the next year. He'd Euro be great. Season. He's in double are figures you? if he's on. Leeds. He deserves to play for leads, and I don't mean he that as a but. He Leeds. fits leads. He's, a runner. Leeds he's, a, he's a runner. He's a great track
0: star. The runner. He's a track star. Um, next game, you know who who does? Oh my gosh, uh, uh you know, Mateus Delict is just a dumbass. He he's a he's a dumbass. <laughs> he's a dumb <laughs> bitch. Red <laughs> card. <laughs> 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 He you know, he he's a youngin', so you know, I guess you can maybe try and excuse his, his idiocracy. But um, you know, he sees, you know, he he loses the ball. Shik is behind him, still needs to do a good bit to score the goal. It would have been a nice goal if he scored it. And um Delit just panics that oh shit. And he swipes at the ball, tries to grab it, hands are too small, couldn't palm it, but he does his best try. It's a yellow at first, didn't really understand that from the ref because he was clean through, and he handballed it. So that's got to be a—it's uh, got to be a red card. It was a red card, and uh, there was just no chance for the Netherlands after that nice header from Tomas Holsch, and then a clean finish from Patrick Schick. You know, man of the tournament for the Czech and uh, the Netherlands. Would they have won this game with eleven men? Maybe, maybe. They definitely had more of the ball uh with eleven men, but um after they went down to ten, could not do anything about it. And Frank de absolutely boofed the tactics once Mateus went out because he uh he popped he popped Van Anholt into a left sided center back and put Quincy Promess in the white left wing back role and it all went to shit. Jorginho went out and only had um only had 10 completed passes. He's ass. He played like absolute dog water. I was talking him up. He made me look terrible. Denzel Dumfries did a, did a good job. I still think he's due a move after his performance. But the Czechs taking on Denmark in the next round. Two underdogs. I mean, the Denmark, the Denmark, the Denmark were obviously favored over the Wales. But um, they got through. They're probably going to be favored over the Czechs. And um, I like them to get through to the semis. What about you? I
1: like the Czechs to get through. I think they're a good team. Shik is just a great striker. I mean, he has a nose for the goal. He scored a bunch of different ways this tournament, from the spectacular to the gritty. And, you know, it's good. I feel like they're just playing so well right now that it's going to be a great game because both of these teams played well. And, obviously, the Czech had a tougher opposition, I think. But, yeah, 10 men down, Delit, very, very dumb. Um Frank DeBoer, specialist in failure, seven games, seven defeats, zero goals, worst manager in Premier League history. Is a, uh, he's just sad. He's the worst. Um, I can't say, I can't say that I didn't say this was gonna happen because I told you so. He sucks.
0: <laughs>
1: and he was the downfall of this good team. Yeah, there was a red card. Yeah, a lot of teams get red cards. He didn't he just absolutely screwed it up afterwards. Um <laughs> But uh I think the Netherlands lost this game just as much as the Czech won it.
0: I I disagree. I think that's asinine and blasphemous. Yeah, he he fucked up after they got the red card, but it's not his fault that Mateus lit literally did the dumbest thing ever, the dumbest thing ever, and just swiped at the ball. Last man, it was it was so dumb. He could have. He could have got a penalty, and, you know, if he just clipped him, made it look, look accidental, maybe he only gets the yellow. You know, he could have tried to win the ball cleanly. He could have just let him shoot and said, ah, behind him. He could have done so many things except that. And the thing is, the Czech didn't create any chances before they had the, the, uh, more people than the Netherlands. It, it was the Netherlands' game to win. And Mateus de Le- ruined it. That was that that's what happened. Credit to the Czech for going and getting it when they did it. And also that header was definitely because of Frank de Boer's tactics. Second goal, not so much. Schick is just excellent. You know, it's a good run, better pass. And um, yeah, no, they, they didn't create anything. The the Netherlands were the better team until they went down a man and they it's tough it's tough when you're down a man some teams can do it but not the. Not and
1: the some managers can cope
0: and help their team yeah like pep guardiola can cope with 10 men and a world-class team with 10 men but it's <laughs> it's hard to do it with the netherlands all right it's hard to do it i don't but, know all right you got the check i got the danes uh, yep you're such a hater dude like why, are you what, that, why like, like, do you hate christian I, erickson or something like, no you're, that's that's you're kind of a dick like this is day. no, this is ridiculous. Why don't you want the Denmark to win?
1: I know I want them to win. I just don't think they will. It's crazy. Um,
0: Potato man ain't got shit on the danes dude he's he's been all right this far. Sioux Falls been better than him. I've been liking Sioux Falls. he's he's been obviously good for West Ham as well. But he's been really good for the for the Czechs. He's just bombing up there. he is he is their right winger, but he just plays fullback. but um. All right, on to the next games. We have Belgium versus Portugal. That was 1-0 to Belgium after an absolute stunning wonder goal from uh, Thorgan Hazard, assist from Thomas Mounier. Portugal controlled the game. They had more chances, created more of the ball, shot the ball a whopping 23 times. Um, Belgium was on their AI blocks. Ruben Diaz did not bring his shooting boot, his heading boots, however you want to say it. He had a clear-cut chance to equalize it. I'm going to hold him accountable because he's better than that. He he needs to be making that play, but um, I don't know. It was it was tough. It was tough for Portugal. Although although they could have played Bruno Fernandes more, I think they should have. I don't know how they would have done it, given that Renato Sanchez clearly deserved to play. And I think João Matinho played well enough in the last game to to start. I I don't know how you figure it out. The real issue with with Portugal here is that UEFA are a bunch of crooked fucks. And I've looked into this, and I still cannot find out why. João Cancelo got tested positive for COVID before the games even started, and he was ruled out for the tournament. And then we got a guy like Sergio Busquets getting it after, like, in the middle of camp. And then he's he's back, and he's available, and he played. Uh, it it makes no sense whatsoever. UEFA are corrupt. I don't think it's the UEFA thing. I
1: it think was. it's Portugal. He was
0: ruled out. It wasn't. By he Portugal, was they sent him no. home. He was ruled out by UEFA, bro. I, it's it's I corrupt. Don't. It's a scandal. It's a scandal, and he is the reason, because he's just a different dynamic down that right? Also, Even, he, he could have broke protocol. No. No, don't, don't, you put that, don't you put that evil on his name, Ricky Bobby. Um, no, but, but we he, all know
1: city players are great at breaking COVID. Okay, so there's a history of that. Am I right I or am I wrong?
0: You're right about that, you're absolutely right. We they do, but not him. At the end of the day, I believe that Portugal were the better team and the, the better team lost. At the end of the day, the better team lost. I'm going to pull one out of the Mourinho book of plays. Better team lost on this day.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. Obviously, I'm a tad bit biased towards Bruno, but... Me too, because I, def- I bet definitely, them to win the finals. <laughs> I definitely think uh, that... Because he Bruno can play out wide as well. Not as effective, essentially, but I feel like you need to have him on the field. And I have numbers to back that up. As I like will say in a second. But uh, Jota, yeah, he may have had a goal on an assist, but he was garbage all tournaments. Uh, he played so bad. He just had a little sweaty cross or pass to Ronaldo, and it's happened. That, and so I guess that earned him a start. And then uh, Bernardo Silva didn't really do much. He was played out of position as well. I think he is better centrally. Um, but still, like he didn't really do much. And that's on the manager for not noticing that players out of position aren't performing to their standards. Maybe switch things up. Nope. Nope, he didn't do that. So that's on him. But back to the Bruno thing. Portugal needed chances to be created in order to win games because they do have Ronaldo and uh, Andre Silva when the manager thought it was okay to play him uh, for some reason. But per 90 minutes played, Bruno had the most chances created. Per 100 touches, he had the most chances created. And per 100 passes, he had the most chances created. 6% Six percent of Bruno's passes on the Euros created a chance. But he played not nearly enough as any of the other guys. And like you said, Moutinho played well enough to deserve starts, but uh he did he kinda pulled out the hammer on some people like Carvalho, William. But you know, I think he definitely could have managed his team better. Um and yeah, yeah, just mistakes all around from the forward from selection the back line kind of everything and patricio definitely should have saved that goal it was a good strike but he i think he put it but yeah i kind of agree with you the more talented team lost but i think belgium deserved it based on like all things considered
0: yeah um I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't, I, I don't think Bruno played that great. To be honest, he, I, 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 he, he only created one big chance for the. He didn't play a lot, but he's, um, it he burned out a little bit towards the end of the season. Yeah. He wasn't the same dynamic Bruno. I'm not saying he he was bad. I don't think you can oh, yeah. blame him, but he's tired. I, I, I don't know. I feel like Bernardo should have dropped centrally. Play Andre Silva. I don't know. Jota was playing for the other team. It was really a tough bid for Portugal because they even when Bruno came on and and Joao Felix, and that's that's why I feel like the Bruno point is more important because there was no reason to shit on Joao Felix. He made shit happen. He 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 drew fouls and how many chances of that from free kicks? You would have thought one of these motherfuckers could score one or at least like force a good save, you know. Yeah, right.
1: but it's Ronaldo. He steps over. Oh, yeah. actually, every
0: yeah. time, every time. Yeah. That was another thing that you know needs to change. Ronaldo yeah. needs to hand the keys and become an auxiliary part yeah. to a to a greater goal. Like, yeah, he. Yeah, he's not. He's no longer. Not coming off twenty five would have helped much more. Yeah, but I don't know. Tough, tough loss for Portugal. Eden Hazard and uh, Kevin De Bruyne went down in this game for Belgium. So those were tough losses for them. They have um, the Italians next, who we will we will get to right now. The Italians had to go all the way to extra time, ninety minutes of absolutely nothing except a narrowly offsides goal ruled off from um, Marco Arnautovic. It was oh, absolutely centimeters, just inches. It's it's terrible. It was terrible, unfortunate, and. Um, the depth and class of Italy shown through after in the extra time, too many fresh legs, too many young talented fresh legs that are again, serious Serie A minutes or somewhere else, just, you know, Chiesa coming in and running against tired legs. That's not fair. That's not fair. And he had an absolutely blistering finish. I thought he was going to rip the side of the net the way he hit that shit. And, um, the better team won, but, Hats off to Austria for trying real hard. They came and they they proved me wrong. They did not switch their formation after last time. They stuck it consistent. They had, they had Arnie back in. He needs to come back to the Premier League. He's a talented guy and he's he's a fiery dude. I need to see him back in the in the big time. Enough with this Chinese Super League BS. Um, Albo was absolutely gutted when Chiesa scored because I feel like he could have blocked it. Yeah, I know that's asking a lot, but he is world-class, so I don't know. Be world-class dude, but hat- hats off to the Austrians. They'll be back. They still, they're still, they still young. They're still talent- young-ish. They're still talented, and they'll be back.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hats off to them, like you said. They played really well. I think they punched above their weight in this tournament. Uh, I think making it out of group was an accomplishment for them and then taking it to extra time against a very, very good Italian side. Um, just made it a little sweeter, tough defeat, but that Chiesa goal. Those two touches, the first with his head and then to kind of set it for himself with his foot deserved anything. Um, Alaba Alaba may feel bad that he didn't get to it, but it, it would have been harder to hit a ball nicer and control a ball better. But, um, yeah, Austria should keep their heads high. Like you said, they're still fairly young. They got a lot of good pieces that will be around for a World Cup qualifying. So maybe they got a shot, make some noise in Qatar. Um, not saying win it or anything, but make it out of group. Maybe win noise. a game, steal a game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, good for them. But Italy, the Italian stallions, everybody's
0: favorite horse. Oh <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. Th- I think they're. Of uh, all the games that have happened so far, um, I don't know how to say this, um, but they're going to win the whole damn thing. I disagree. <laughs> like, I disagree they no, wholeheartedly. No they're going to they, – you ready for this? They played Belgium. They played they're Belgium. to lose to Belgium. Look, look, touching touch the temples, okay. rubbing, the, rubbing the temples, making sure okay. the mind's slowing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 3-1 to the Italians. 3-1. 3-1. Lukaku 3-1. gets the goal because he is inevitable. Wow. And – it's just the Italians are going to Yeah, what did Will Farrell say? <laughs> kick I it to know. the Italians. Kick, kick it, it to it the Italians. <laughs> and what did they do? <laughs> they went out and won a state championship. And what are Italy going to do? They're going to kick it to 11 Italians and go out and win themselves a European championship. So, uh, for me, mon ami. T- mon ami.
0: That was French, but you you underestimate the power of the Belgium giants, man. You, you know, you know. You say not kick to Brian, it to the, no You say hey 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 hey. You say kick it to the Italians. Who is the king of Italy? Who is the king of Italy? It is Romelu Lukaku. He plays <laughs> for Belgium. He is the king. Of, yes, he is. Uh, do not, do that. do not <laughs> It's Do not okay. no. I'm not hearing it right now. Lukaku runs Italy, so kick it to the Italians. You're exactly right. Two. king of spain king of spain playing out on the left yannick carrasco runs that shit champion Uh, king of england might be sidelined
1: it will be sidelined
0: we will see we will we will see about that we have leaders they have champions and from a more tactical point of view yeah we're, we're getting fancy here um italy is going to control the game they have a more complete team, better midfield. They're going to create more chances, but you know what? That's fine because Belgium didn't look like they were doing much anything in possession against Portugal. Their best chances came on the break, bar none. They just need to be a little bit more clinical, and they could have put four up on these bastards, but they didn't, and they weren't. Hopefully they are versus Italy because they're going to need to be. Romelu Lukaku running on the break versus old legs, GG's. He's going to create multiple chances, and he's going to put away Two of them. He's gonna score a brace, Belgium win two one against the Italians. Well,
1: both goals well. come
0: on the counter, by the way. But with, with
1: no hazard
0: against the run of play. Fine. Yeah. Thorgan can pop, Thorgen pops up. Yannick goes wide. That's an easy that's an easy fix. Tielemans can move up and is, is, positionally
1: is, it's an easy fix. Tielemans
0: moves up. Is is Marwan Falani still on the roster? She's still a rostered cat. Oh my we're gonna God. have to dust on the, We're gonna have to dust off the fro. We're
1: gonna have to b- dust off your. Uh, what's what's he called? Um
0: oh, hooked on Mar- phonics book. Marwan Filani is not on the roster, so they're probably gonna they're probably gonna have to start Den Donker, who who can do a job. But I mean, Thielman's Te- gonna have to step up and have a really good game, and he's capable of that. We've yet to he, see it consistently. That's why he, he also not played that seventy-four
1: games and, uh, or no, seventy-five games in thirteen months.
0: Yeah, and towards the end of the season, he mm-hmm. had one of the best goals of the year. Your yeah, point? But we're past that point. We're past. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're past that. He, burn he, he out keep going. He's keep going. Tillman's was amazing. Tillman's was better than De Bruyne in that Portugal game. Could happen at any point. Could happen at any point.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. De Bruyne was very bad in that game.
0: Look. He was clearly playing injured after that um after that nasty nasty tackle by that bastard. He yeah. hope he's okay. But um the we'll bastard see. or the Brun. Both we'll see. But yeah, I, I got Belgium, you got Italy. Games that happen today, very very meaningful games because given that Netherlands lost our our long standing years long bet has finally been decided because Spain Spain made it as hard and dramatic as they could, but at the same time, also kind of shithoused Croatia. It's, it was a very weird game. They absolutely dominated possession shots, everything, on target chance, everything. They dominated all facets of the game. This game could have, and should have been 10, three or something along those lines. But yet again, the Spanish cannot put away their chances, but it did not matter. Um, this was a thrilling game eight goals, one to extra time. Everybody and their mother scored subs, drama, own goals. I mean, who? It, what, what was your favorite part? What, what was your favorite part about this game? Oh,
1: you know, just for the feel-good story of it, I'm going to give it to Murata. His deciding goal, the fourth and extra time, was magnifique. Um, the control, the just on the half volley to just put that thing on the top ends and... Just prove the haters wrong as he's been uh, abused online. His family has been getting death threats, which never okay. And uh, he he showed up big. He moved Spain on to the next round. And Spain, Spain are looking good. Spain are looking real good. They, they just can't finish. And it's crazy. We say they can't finish, but they just scored five goals in the game. They have the most goals in the tournament with 11, two more than the next closest team. Uh, and, and they
0: can't finish.
1: And and in the tournament, they've had 67.5% of all possession in games they've played. That's crazy. That's 6% higher than the next team. They're passing 89%. And they have 11 goals on 68 attempts. So, uh, on 68 attempts. So, they're like, it looks like they can't finish because they miss the simplest of shit. And then they just go out there and... Oh, chest to the fucking back of my heel, top bins from 10 yards out. Uh, they just do stuff like that, but uh, they're a force. If they can ever figure it out defensively and Unai can uh, get benched for De Gea, because De Gea would never let a ball roll past him into the net like that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, just they're they're a good team. They're a really good side and uh, well-deserved to win, I think. Very, very deserved.
0: Yeah, deserved win. Unfortunately, um, Croatia fought their hardest. They going home, and um, Spain are going through. But I think the road ends here. I think I think the Swiss Army Knife is going to oh, take God. them out. They're all utility team that got the fucking win in penalties against the defending World Cup champions. We're talking about the Swiss baby. It was absolutely majestic. Um, Three, three, six goal thriller. Went to extra time. Um, uh, It it was amazing. It was amazing to see David and Goliath clash like this. The little guy came out on top and it was, it was, it was just a great game. Very, very fun to watch Um, man of the match. Didier Deschamps for being an absolute dumbass I think he needs to lose his job yesterday the French press have been all over this guy even when he was winning the World Cup for being too defensive-minded and god damn it he was defensive-minded in the worst way today felt the absolute urge to get Clement Lengelay onto the field and he was at fault for for definitely the first goal yeah. veron was at fault for the second goal and you know i, I this is ridiculous you know you, you see all these french center backs getting bought in the transfer market but the guys starting for the fucking national team can't get across somebody on a header it's it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous they're sham le Bleu are le stink they le suck and they're going to le home but i know there's one fraud in particular that you you want to you want to make sure he's shine an extra special fraud light on. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to call him a fraud because he's
1: not, he's just overhyped. He, he needed to miss his penalty today and he did. I think killing Mbappe, um, he hasn't been the same killing that we've seen for some time now, you know, or it's mm-hmm. that Mercurial winger, maybe teams are starting to respect him more. I think they already did. Maybe his play style is just changing. Maybe he's not fully there mentally. I have a theory on it, but
0: oh, so do I,
1: <laughs> it's, I think it's when Rashford took the keys to Paris from him in the group oh. stage. He hasn't been the same since then.
0: I um, think he's been trapped in Kyle Walker's pocket since, uh, since the champions league knockouts.
1: Yeah. And Aaron Wan-Bissaka and Twan Zebi. But, <clears throat> He's recency
0: bias is a thing, but yeah, I
1: he, he's been getting he's been getting locked up by teams. He was not finishing today. For Pogba gave him a couple of really good passes this tournament, and he couldn't finish. He registered fourteen shots in this Euro in the four games. That is the most shots by any player in the entire tournament to not score a goal. He has registered an XG of a two, and he has a .14 per shot average, something like that. That's all numbers and stuff. That's fine. But he's just not there. He's pace and pray. And even with his runs, he knows he's the fastest guy in the field at any time. And he's offsides. He doesn't Ridiculous. give us. He's not, he doesn't, he's not fully there mentally. Yet. He'll grow. He'll learn. And I hope he does. Cause he has all the talent in the world, the world's at his feet, but missing this penalty should sit him back. If he's really going to be a world-class player, this will be the turning point where he goes, or if he's just going to be that name, that guy, Killian Mbappe. He's oh, he's going to be this. He's going to be that. He'll stay on that same path. So, I would love to see more from. I think we should have seen more from him, considering all the talent he has around him. And yeah, I, I don't know if this is a guy that people are saying is going to lead Real Madrid. That's going to carry them. This Mbappe couldn't carry a fucking two grocery bags into the house from the car. Oh night. my God! Scathing, <laughs> but I just—I don't know. I hope he comes good. Uh, I called him the French for Charleston. I think this tournament, he—that's exactly what he's been: offsides, pace and prey, techers, fancy flicks, no end product. Um, so, yeah, I hope he comes good. No disrespect to him, even though I just disrespect that out of him. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he- so. He he learns. He should learn. He's good enough to learn from his mistakes. And I don't even think this is a mistake. It was a great save by Sommer.
0: So, um, it really has nothing to do with his on-field play, actually. He's, a, he's still a mercurial talent. He's world-class. One of the best young players in the world. It's all up here. It's all mental. It's all mental. It um, he's, a, he's a goddamn fucking diva. Neymar and PSG have poisoned this young talent. And um, he let the hype get to him. And the uh, Champions League in this should be the call back to earth. And, and honestly, being around France in general, like Le Bleu are, are a notoriously diva national Toppy. team. This is yeah. what y'all get for bringing back Kareem Benzema. He put some in the water. The vibes were off. I don't know what it was, but the vibes were off. This is not looking. like a great team. He played great, but the team looked a lot worse than they did in the last World Cup run. They weren't playing that fast, boom, 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 pow, you can't touch the ball, what you going to do, fuck you, we France, we better than you. They were not dominating teams in the same way. They weren't even playing on the fucking, they weren't being clinical on the break. And, you know, that's Mbappe's fault is a lot as well. But the vibes were off, the divas are there, and um, hopefully this is a point of reflection for the, France, for the French French the french who will probably be back and go deep in the world cup driven yeah. off of this catastrophic failure
1: yeah only only one team in the history of uh, soccer has ever won the World cup and then went on to win the euro so history wasn't on their side and uh, yeah yeah that's
0: that's how they just wait crumbles. until just wait until the the u.s win the gold cup world cup and CONCACAF Nations League all in the same year. You the That's going to be a feat. The US need to
1: need to like get out of the Gold Cup as soon as possible and just be in the Copa America.
0: No, I'm excited for the Gold Cup. We got a opening game against No, no, Madrid. not not
1: this year. Like a years coming if they want to be Oh a yeah. Game,
0: they yeah, got to go say fuck
1: the Gold Cup. Yeah. Like Mexico and they can play Jamaica, Curacao, St Kitts. I mm-hmm. want to go play Brazil, Colombia and Argentina. Like those, those the teams yeah. I want to play.
0: And then we'll shice them into hosting it. And then they'll come play us. <laughs> and, yeah. that'll be, and That'll be the new gold cup. We'll just bring it here. We'll, yeah. we'll infiltrate and then we'll bring it here, just like the fucking 70s, dude. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Wow. US soccer, call us. We got you, we got your got yeah. your growth strategy right over here. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah, let's let's move to the final games, the knockouts. Let's let's get these set. Oh. No wait, Spain versus Switzerland. You you have the Spanish, obviously. Yes. Obviously, yeah. I yeah. have I have the Swiss because Granada is just a That's force. Ridiculous. That's <laughs> I know, ridiculous.
1: I'm kidding. Like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not gonna. I'd like to see them win, but I'm not going to bet that at all. I'm not going to bet this game at all because the Spanish are probably going to be like minus three hundred. <laughs> Don't trust them to cover any kind of spread. Anything could anything could happen. Yeah. Spain should dominate and win the game.
1: They'll, they'll have 70% possession, four big chances missed, and win like 3 0. Jesus. That, that's, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be domination. Shakiri or Zhaka may get a lucky free kick or something, but that's it.
0: Speaking of domination, England versus Germany. I think the Germans going to absolutely shithouse England. Gareth Southgate has no idea what's going on. Although um, Joaquin Love has uh, had a terrible end to his uh, tenure in Germany. It uh, He's going to dominate Gareth. Gareth has no idea what the hell is going on. Harry McSauce can be back there all you want. Um, it's not going to help. Germany's setup, ball movement, caliber of player all across the front seven is going to be on full display. England's not going to know what to do with them. And um, the only chance England has is some set play brilliance or some K- Harry Kane brilliance, some Marcus Rashford, Phil Foden, Jaden Sancho, Jack Grealish brilliance, but really only one of them is gonna play. Alright. Sorry for some technical difficulty, Faye. What do you think about this England Germany game? Owen oh, um, us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this England
0: Germany game.
1: Uh, I think it's gonna be the Germans come out on top. I was just looking through my main reasoning is I was just looking through the through most of the knockout games. The better manager and uh, it's obviously all opinionated, but in most of these games, a better manager has come out on top. Um, like the Wales, Denmark game, Wales have a replacement coach because Giggs is allegedly doing some shady crap. Uh, and then you go to Spain versus Croatia. And I think Valverde is a great coach. And then you don't like the and he got outclassed. Uh, Mancini is a ridiculously good coach. Italy won there. And Roberto Martinez, is a much better coach than the Portugal coach. And so if that trend continues, (laughs) bye-bye England. Because Southgate, calling him a manager is disrespectful to everyone who's in that profession, little league, big league, Sunday league, FIFA, doesn't matter. He's terrible. Um, (laughs) You you don't know what he's going to do. You don't know what his 11 is going to be. You don't know who's going to be in net. You don't know who's going to play right back or left back um and it's just i don't know i think germany is definitely going to take it to them. um if mm-hmm. germany can find their finishing boost gosens can keep up his form Havertz can keep up his form it's going to be a tough day but that english defense has been stout this entire tournament so germany's going to have a tough time breaking down baz and stones so uh we'll see but i like the germans
0: yeah, I like the Germans as well. They're gonna have a tough time breaking them down, but they do have the quality of technical players and pacey players that can get out on the break to you know get that get that job done. Um, who they will be seeing though will be the winner of Sweden versus Ukraine, blue and yellow versus yellow and blue, the fun, exciting, flair Ukrainians versus the low block, but also exciting. And talented and somewhat flary Swedish, if that makes any sense. I have no idea how this game is going to go. I don't even know how the uniforms are gonna look. I don't know how they're gonna figure that out. It doesn't make sense to me at all. Whoever's doing the group stage should have foresaw this issue. This this is logistics hell. And um, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen in this game because Sweden, despite being arguably the more talented eleven, is going to sit back and Ukraine is gonna have more of the ball. Are they going to do anything of that? They're capable of it. Yarmolenko, Yuromchuk, zinchenko they can all score amazing goals. Are they going to, though? I don't know. They're going to have chances on the break for Isak. Can he put them away? It's going to be an interesting game. Chess match, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's going to be a classic, quote-unquote, boring soccer match, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm the Swiss. No, the Swedes, the whole way. I think it uh, it's not going to be a question. I think they're going to not dominate, but I think they're going to be the better team this match. Even though Ukraine have a bunch of talent on their side, um, I think you uh, that uh, Jesus, the same flags messing me up with the colors and the names and the whatnots. The Sweden, right? uh, yeah, it is. It's kind of confusing. Very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I can you. Um, Sweden have uh, a goal scorer in Fordsburg who can provide assists and goals, a good passer in Kloveski, and the best young talent in the tournament in Isaac, along with a good pairing of a back line back there. Um, you know, Lindelof had a good tournament. And then Olsen and Nett, which is a very solid goalkeeper. I uh, He was at Everton, I think. Yes, he um, was. Yeah, and he definitely should have started over Pickford. Uh, but uh disagree. To nice. continue. Dinosaur Arms doesn't deserve to start anywhere. Um Small but hands. it's I think they're a better side like as a team. Individuals definitely goes to Ukraine, I think. But uh the best talent is on Sweden. And I think he's gonna show up and he's gonna have two stats when they play. Wow. Is it two two stats, two stats. Ink it. Sweden allow one goal, but play perfect defensively. Olsen comes up with a decent save too, and uh Swedes will move on
0: love it love it i I could definitely see it happening i I really don't know i'm gonna it's just gonna be a gut check when when it happens um I don't know it it's it, what worries me more is how Sweden I think are gonna play. I could be wrong they could come out and try and you know. Do some before two some with the ball. But I, I feel like that four four two low block getting at the Isak at the top of the key is gonna be the play because it's been the play this whole tournament. And I don't know. I feel like they're capable of playing to more than what they're gonna do. And that's gonna be why Ukraine has chances. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely it'll be a good game, I think. It won't
1: I don't think it has the potential to be like the game for today, because it'll be tough to
0: imagine, back up these Imagine. Games. It's just <laughs> like a 4-4 thriller. They both they're both just hit each other on the break time after time. Nobody learns. Just amazing.
1: Oh, yeah. I love that'd it. be nice. Ooh, Probably who not, knows? Though. Anything could happen in this tournament.
0: <laughs> anything could happen in this tournament. Just like anything could happen in this Copa America tournament. That was a beautiful segue. I don't normally say that, but that was just scot-free, smooth. Um, we're, at, we're at the end of the, of the group stage games. Uh, knockouts are almost set. Just need to get that seating nice and tidy up in group A. Final games of the group are Uruguay versus Paraguay tonight, Bolivia versus Argentina. Let's pick those games now so we can have some permutations for the knockout stage. What do you think for the first game?
1: Uh, the, the Uruguay-Paraguay?
0: Yeah.
1: Um. That's gonna be a draw. I think that's gonna be a one-one.
0: Fair, fair enough. While I while I I think Uruguay is gonna get the win, I will I will concede the draw because the their strong suit is definitely not scoring goals. So it, it could definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Argentina will beat Bolivia, yes.
1: Yeah, without question.
0: Without question. Yeah. So that puts um Uruguay in In third place on goal difference, above Chile. All right, all right. So Peru takes on Uruguay in their first knockout round game on July second. Who do you like in that game? What's happening? Can Peru put off yet another upset? They've been doing some cheeky stuff.
1: Only lost one out of
0: four. Yeah,
1: maybe. I I don't see it. I don't see it. I see Uruguay. They're just. they're too deadly. I mean, they have two players who can score at the snap of the finger. And but no, that's not a knock on Peru. I just think Uruguay will uh they'll find the quality when they need to.
0: Yeah. I, I think I think so as well. They're just a better team and you know, it's cute Peru. It's cute what y'all doing over there. But um it's not legit. It's not legit at all. And um, I just want to, you know, give a little shout-out to my man, Federico Valverde. You know, he need, he need to be creative. And I, although it was against the Bolivians, two big chances created. Man of the match. Took home the award with him. And um, he's going to be key going forward for them, as well as the, uh, the two vets that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, who we got next. Colombia, though. They would be taking on Dream Scenario Paraguay in Group A. And um Miguel Almirón would hand him a fat L. I'm sorry, man. Your your people are going home. They've looked absolutely disgraceful and they can be got.
1: They definitely can be got. Um definitely. They need to find some sort of creativity, especially if they luck out and get uh this this matchup against Paraguay, definitely the easiest of the available outcomes. And uh, quite frankly, they're on the easier side of the bracket too.
0: <laughs> I'd rather
1: I'd rather play Argentina than Brazil. So yeah, I think they pull it off. Um, I think a big factor to that is they haven't been playing well and what they needed was a break. And since they had the bye on the last match day of the group stage, that'll mean they have 10 days in between games That was a good time to rest, good time to relax, get things out of the system, and uh, be fully rested and ready to go. Um, And hopefully their manager, Reynaldo, can pick out some good 11. But if they end up playing Paraguay, which I think they will because of the tie, uh, I I could see them moving on.
0: I could, too. They will be the better team, and that's what I'm afraid of. They're going to be the better team, have more of the ball, they're going to get caught out, and Miguel Mirone's going to win him the game. Going to win the Paraguayans the game. Or Amina's just going to step on his ankle. Just absolutely just destroy him. I could see that. A nice crunching tackle from <laughs> Mina. Just hands up. And <laughs> Arm, dude, oh, the, the Miguel's rolling on the ground like nay. Hey, I'm, I, just, I, I actually was not Just a
1: warning. Uh,
0: warning. colombia has <laughs> been a mixed bag, though. Been a mixed bag. You know, yeah. the Brazil game wasn't bad. You know, there's some questionable decision making you know some some calls that went here or there some confusion that went everywhere and um they they weren't able to get it done but they definitely and Terrible tactics yeah you know, terrible tactics and you know lack of concentration to see the game out when they definitely were in position to do so mm-hmm. so and, and fred masterclass, of course you cannot uh yeah
1: cannot a meaningless game which
0: makes him precisely. a starter precisely um assuming that argentina win the group they will be taking on ecuador and they will shit house them do you do you agree uh repeat that i'm sorry if um Arg, i would assume uh, argentina wins the group they will get ecuador and then they will shithouse them do you agree i don't know
1: really i could see this going to extra time very easily <sighs> Very easily. Uh, why,
0: why do you believe in Ecuador so, so staunchly?
1: They've been a better offense than uh, Argentina. They've been a much worse defense, but they've been a better offense. Um, and a lot of the time, Argentina relies on, obviously they're going to rely on, but it's a messier break, even with the names they have on that team. Mm. And... Ecuador knows that everyone that plays knows that. So if they just go kicking it messy and like take him out of the game, which they're going to do, it's going to be real tough for Argentina. And if they can nip a goal or put extra time and try and see it out, depends it's anyone's game. But so, you know, I'm going to go bold. Uh, cool. I'm, going to go, I'm going to pick Ecuador to advance. If when they play Argentina, because I assume Argentina will finish top.
0: Wow. That is that is very bold. That was very bold. Um, that would be a fat payout if that happened. Um, I, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. My mind has changed. My mind has changed. Fuck Argentina. Messi is a false prophet. He's the false goat. He's not the real goat, and he will get knocked out. If by he, lowly. If, if he makes the sign, final, he's better so. than Ronaldo.
1: Thanks. Hey. No. Ronaldo's never won a gold medal.
0: Brazil will end up playing, uh, looks like Chile. Yeah,
1: I don't even to talk Sorry,
0: about Brazil. it. Sorry, Brazil. Sorry, Brazil. Wait, You guys are going home. You guys are going home. The, the, the mountain air, it's in the air tonight. And the, uh, the mountain men, the acclimatized, juiced up blood, lungs, and heart and determination of the Chileans are going to take this all the way to extra time and penalties. They're going to win in penalties against Brazil. No, no,
1: I'm not having yeah. this. I'm not yes. having this. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, and it's Fred go-
0: and Fred will get dominated by Arturo Vidal in the midfield. Absolutely dominated by him.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Probably yeah. draw a red. Mm. Fred the red.
1: No, yeah, it's going to be like five nothing. Brazil. Oof. People are going to be able to get rested. It's going All to right. be a drubbing. Um, no chance for Chile. Once they go down three nil, you'll see a red card in this game because that's how South America is. Um someone's going to get hurt. If Neymar's not off the field while they're winning comfortably, he will get hurt. Uh <laughs> but, I mean they this is Brazil's game. It's over before it starts. All like right. you know, they, they'd be better off taking a three nil forfeit because it may be wow. better than the actual outcome. Okay.
0: Um let's just live in this stupid made up hypothetical fantasy world that you're living in where brazil dominate a game against chile let's let's go there for a second and and also while we're at it we can pretend the world is is flat um peru versus i feel so attacked that (laughs) peru so so let's say it's let's say it's it's then uruguay versus brazil in the next round who would win Uruguay versus Brazil?
1: Oh, I don't know. This one would be a close one. Maybe a 4-1 to Brazil.
0: Yeah, I think Brazil would also dominate this game. I think they'd absolutely beat Uruguay down. They did do not have the class to compete just across the whole 11 outside of the very, very top of the pitch. Brazil are 10 times better. Maybe. No, never mind. I'm not going to say more stupid things. I've said enough. Oh, you yeah. can go. You can go. Brazil would go to the finals. Um, that would mean Colombia versus Ecuador, the battle of the, of the, Amarillo Azul y Rojo. Okay, uh-huh. I'm proud. The derby. The derby. Is there is there beef Ecuador or Colombia like is there? There's got to be some kind of beef because of the flag, yeah.
1: Um, they. Uh, I think they share fourteen hundred miles of border. Or it's them in Venezuela, it's one of them. Yeah, there's, there's definitely beef. I mean, like they you still guys like loan,
0: it. you guys loan out the border to them.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, Colombia would beat them.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. I think Colombia would too. So that means somehow we have. We have Colombia and Fred in the Copa America final somehow, some way. So, so, your heart's obviously torn in this nightmare, dream scenario. Yeah. Okay, bro. Okay, bro. I swear. Yeah, I swear. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's happening? How? What are you? What are you going through if this? If this actually ends up happening? How does? How does? How does Michael Fahey feel seeing his 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 second favorite country take on his 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 favorite? It's probably where is he on your list of current United players? He's oh, he's first? my favorite. He's he, your favorite he, he's over, over Broomfield. He's my them? favorite. He's my favorite player. Um, the only
1: player who I may like more than him is Tim Weah, but that's it. He's one or two, he's one A, one B. Go Fred. That is crazy.
0: Go Fred. Um, so, it, would Brazil win this, or is Colombia pulling off a shocker in the rematch?
1: Colombia would probably lose. I want them to win. Uh, but
0: Fred scores probably, a goal, one nil. Man of the match. Nah, that would
1: be half best scenario. Fred scores a hat trick. Columbia win four three.
0: Neymar gets shit out. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> okay. Or that's, or, that's, or Fred is the only Brazilian. To the Fred me. hat trick is what's throwing me. The Fred hat trick. That would okay. be a sight. That would be a sight. I, I wouldn't want to. I I think I I could. I need to take a break from you for like. So it's. Seven days. I don't I don't think I can handle all that energy. Fred (laughs) Patrick. I I, I I
1: changed the name of the Twitter to we call it Fred. And if there
0: if you can show me a big enough set of Fred acolytes like yourself, then this can be the Fred podcast. We can just do weekly check-ins with Fred and we can grab that market. Done. Done deal. I just need to see that there's a that there's a desire for Fred out there and it needs to be quenched there is he's he's the best brazilian on
1: the planet not named Neymar. uh (laughs) oh my god all right well and yeah but no i that's the final brazil win it brazil win it
0: if we're at this point of the show then um just just in in just 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 a moment we need to take here scott McTominay. oh my god you are one of the best players of all time (sighs) this is you showed your stuff you fought for the army, and you did all you could for your country. Oh Scotland the great the brave the warrior clans that took to the field and scored one goal all of Euros. You did your country proud and you still came in last in the group stage in the st- true Scottish fashion. Mm. Scott McTominay, you are immense.
1: Only United player to not make it out of the group this summer, but okay.
0: I hope you know that Owen will be editing bagpipes over that soliloquy. And here, here is where I ask for the world's smallest violin.
1: As I tell you, he's bad. He's not terrible, but he's bad. He's a squad player at best. He is started as a striker, and his national team plays him at centre back. Um, he can't do anything above average he can do a lot of things very averagely and he was the only manchester united player to not make it out of the group stage of the summer tournament
0: is that is that true it is true at least i think it's true all right fair enough um whatever i guess because fred made it I guess oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Scott McTominay's immense. That's that's the end of the story. Um He kinda he's he's kinda like the Giannis of soccer in a way. That's ridiculous. Speaking of you're Giannis how, how is, is Giannis doing? You're playing
1: on my emotions, Ken. You need to stop. The, is it two two? It's two, two, two one. Two, two
0: one, one? one to the bucks. Two one to the box, Fox and seven. Oh yeah that's i saw his floor. ankle i saw his ankle yeah everybody shitting ref. on the ref and i'm like it, he stands like, here yeah, all the time how, how how far away do you understand there's no room like what the yeah, fuck that's it's where like? he's, yeah 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 see it's, it's it's a freak accident it's unlike yeah exactly yeah um, everybody's shitting on the ref for no reason free the ref free the ref it's an it's unpopular trey, take but it's it's true free the ref.
1: it's it is a true take if uh trey doesn't play shithoused absolutely shithoused (laughs) in game four for the hawks just it might be worse than game Uh,
0: two i forgot they don't have rondo anymore i was about to i was about to do stir up the playoff rondo talk but i forgot he's on the clippers well well, we got playoff chris or fourth quarter chris fourth quarter chris who does philly play uh we just beat the mets absolute drumming baby four three dub no, I'm in the Sixers. Um, we uh, we're playing, we're playing uh, in Cancun. We're playing Yahtzee. No, no, we're not in Cancun. Ben might be in Cancun, but shout out Joel Embiid, you are our Lord and Savior. This is why we love you, and we hold no ill will against you because it was not your fault. It was all Ben's fault, and maybe even Doc Rivers and Danny Green's fault as well. Dwight Howard too. Joel Embiid is vacationing down the shore. Me too. Joel Embiid, down the shore, Philly legend, local. You know who else was down the shore? Jason Kelsey. Two Philly-ass dudes. That is good company to be in. Shout out Joel Embiid. He's a, he's a legend. He's a Philly legend. He hasn't even won anything. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I know. that's what I'm, I've never seen somebody so well-liked by this city and not do anything. Nothing. <laughs> anything. And I'm not hating on him for that either. It's not his fault. And actually, in the past, it definitely was. He's a fat ass. This year, it was not his fault.
1: Doesn't okay. Ben have more individual accolades? We're
0: than him, with, we're trading him for um, Damian Lillard. No, it's gonna not. be awesome. Yes, we are. Uh,
1: I think we're Ben has more individual
0: accolades than Joel. Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, two first-round picks, and that's it. Uh. I mean, Ant. That's it. He only has one year left on his deal. You're going like to be the, a sign of trade. It's going to be like a, the, wherever he gets traded to. He's going to stay. Precisely, exactly. He's going to stay.
1: So it's He tweeted, to, it's like he tweeted trade.
0: about. He tweeted about Philly w- be winning or something Went. along those lines in 2014. We <laughs> weren't even winning. <laughs> he's that was been the beginning here. of the process. Oh, the process. The process, the process, the illustrious process. You may that have to start over, over again. I think I need to change my Instagram bio. It's processing, and now that the process is like pretty much mm-hmm. over. Oh,
1: failed. <laughs> I feel You're like I need again. to.
0: Oh God! Is that
1: <laughs> system error? Just recalibrating.
0: That's not a. That's not a good mindset. I'm still gonna trust the process as long as the process is in Philly. Or he dubbed the town.
1: Then chose choose to build around Ben. What if? I'll, I'll I, don't, I don't
0: know, bro. Like, what if? What if it's United possible. sold? Marcus Rashford for a big profit to Real Madrid and gave the keys to the flank to Dan James. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know
1: what would happen is is old Old Trafford would burn. I would be on the first flight to Manchester or I'd go find the glazers down in Florida and hit them with my bottle opener. Just like repeatedly. nice
0: rose gold bottle opener. Where'd you get that?
1: (sighs) My cabinet.
0: Oh, I meant like, I, I thought there could be a potential sponsorship working here one day, but, uh, I guess no, not. Oh, no. no, there's no, right. brand. Fair enough, no brand. No brand name. Forged in fire. Forged in <laughs> <and> fire. <laughs> that is what we do. All right. Uh, is there, I, I don't feel like there's anything else to, uh, think mm, so. to discuss. All right. Well, well, next time we catch you, um, it will be the day before the final. It will be happening. Everything that we just said, as always, will become true because we see into the future and speak gospel into the airwaves. Really, anything that is tweeted by the account, you should go to your nearest bookie and bet it. Anything at all. Doesn't matter what it is. United prop, transfer rumors, transfer deals that are done before Fab announces, it. Doesn't matter. Thank you all for listening if you made it this far. No? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing else. You're sure. Nothing. Nothing at all the soccer world is officially stopped. All right, then I am going to end it on a very high note and stop the recording so you cannot rebuttal after this. Scott McTominay is the go. Nope.